Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of Show to V with Mike G, the show of life, the show of scotch, the show of cats, black cats, Yeti, customized drinking attire, and so much more. This is week three of our fireside chats, shifting the show to a little bit of a different format, going live. And you know what? This live format on Instagram, it, it might not look that good, but it is fun to collaborate. And for those of you out there tuning in listening in feel free to ask some questions i am wearing pants this time i know it was a point of contention with adam harris last week but in fact i'm ready to walk outside i'm 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 presentable i'll put it that way so today's guest is it's you know with the podcast a lot of the times the folks that i have on i've only just met them we have an hour an hour and a half to be incredibly engaged right and get to build some level of intimacy and all of that. But Karen Ogalka from Compass Box is a friend. We talk. She knows a bit of my dark history. She knows about the passing of my pet, like all of these different kinds of things. And it looks like Siri kicked on immediately. There we go. Sorry about that. So it's going to be a good chat. And we're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about this interesting state we see ourselves in and i cannot wait to talk about this new rogues banquet as well from compass box john glazer man if you have had the chance to meet this guy genius artisan a master of language all these things so let's bring karen on and start to discuss you know before we begin a few formalities one is that i received this little bastard this morning look at this is yours Pete Monster too? No, mine's luxury. This is not a luxury whiskey. Oh man! Well, what I was—we never really discussed what type of monster Pete Monster was, but it could in fact be a Yeti, and that is my dad joke for the whole show. That is a really good one. <laughs> you know, I didn't—I didn't think that's where you were going to go with that, but yeah, here we are. Mm. So things are different. You know, you and I keep in touch, which is good. I—I I always think that's part in part due to us both being Aquarians. But the thing that I'm always so fascinated by is that you and I have had very similar paths. I'm a tad bit older than you, but when it comes to the loss of a pet, when it comes to finding love, we're like on the heels of each other in these experiences. It's almost like if I was a woman, I I, I, pretty much, right? You know, and if I were a man, I could do a lot better. So I want to talk about this beautiful cat that you got. This is, and you don't have to grab him. If he's around, grab him, of he's course. He's around. He's, gonna, he's right back here. So <laughs> we'll see if we can, like, get him in the shot for a second. Oh, yeah. But this time, you know, there are a lot of folks that are having to spend this quarantine by themselves. And you managed to find this little dark gentleman did you find him at a shelter in houston yeah well we adopted him at um so at petco here in houston they have a second chance pets which is you can adopt you know you can go in it's like pets that are kept in shelters that are up for adoption so you can they're being fostered and um yeah i just fell in love with this little guy so oh man yeah he he's he's a looker for sure what's it he's a handsome man yeah what is it what's his name again his name is tony dr tony Okay, please enlighten me as to why, because Tony, pretty pretty chill name, but Dr. Tony, Dr. a little Tony. more serious. So, originally it was Tony Yomi, like... Oh, know, like Black Sabbath. Exactly, because he's, nice. he's like Vanta Black. I mean, this is not just like a regular black cat. This is like an extremely black cat. Yeah. So, at first it was just Tony. And then uh, with all this stuff with Anthony Fauci, and he's just such a boss, so we were like, Dr. <laughs> And you know what he told me was he was like I didn't spend twelve years in feline medical school to be called Mr. Tony. So, <laughs> and I know this is maybe morbid, but are his paws flat? 
much like Tony Iommi's hand when he was playing. I guitar. know, right? I know, I know. No, they're they're yeah, right. Um, no, he he does have all black paws, but okay, uh, that's cool. But they're all yeah, he is blacker than black. He is yeah, Jeff. And this, you know, you've got a type for cats, and I because I because I was thinking about this, and I, you know, I was so happy to see you grab a cat. Obviously, it's a really big time of need with the quarantine and everything. And you know, I lost Kichi, my my beautiful Sheba. Sometime after you lost your beautiful black cat, you know, and yeah, and in a sense, it's kind of like it's evolved. Time has changed and we're kind of both ready for this thing. You know, how did you tell me? Because I need to know. I'm still every now and again, I'll get a little bit of tears in my eyes. I know I'm still I'm just like it gets it it gets better, you know, but it was my Freddie boy was my he was my sidekick. You know, he was my were my little um my sidekicks you know it was just like through thick and thin you know everything through a lot i went through a lot of a lot of kind of crazy stuff while while they were around and it was just devastating it was the first time that i lost like a pet that was mine that i took care of that was you know so right totally and so and this is the thing like i i'm I'm so how did you know you know how did you know you were ready for another pet i just felt like i was um i was really i mean pasha has a dog so uh-huh. there's definitely like movement in this house i'm by the way i'm sheltering in houston in case you didn't realize <laughs> which is good because we're in the same time zone now so i know I somehow get already some... messed me up a couple times um where i've missed things that were in new york because i my body clock thinks i'm in new york but yeah um yeah i had um so you know there's been a rosie the dog has been running around and you know, I just kind of have just been saying, like, I really just miss having a cat. And I really just miss, you know, like, it just, I mean, it was getting to the point where I was getting really sad about it. Really just, like, miss having having um, having a kind of, you know, creature that was mine. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's, it's hard when you travel as much as I do. And, you know, there wasn't really um, an opportunity to kind of, like, stay at home with a cat. Um, same with Pasha. Not, not a ton of time for um him either he has two jobs um but you know we're we're kind of stuck in the same place for a long period of time so yeah i like a good time no it is and i I can't think of a better time i think that leslie i i i'll be honest man i was putting it off like answering the question right because it's been a few years for her at least or she hasn't had a dog and stuff and she's she's saying well Okay, well, I'm just going to get one. I'm like, wait, wait. Okay, now you got my attention because I want it to be a little more intentional than that. I really like senior dogs. Yeah. You know, I think they're really, they have a lot of need and they get cast aside in, in society and all that stuff. So that's, I might be ready. So you've been yeah. an inspiration for me because it's tough. It's a very tough thing. But on the light side of this, the upside of this whole thing is that. You know, you found love here pretty recently, and I'm not a love doctor. I'm not going to do this whole shit when when people are like, "Oh well, how did you meet?" and all that. Fuck it, I don't care. Anyway, he's got a great bar in Houston, though. I'm going to say that right now. One of my favorite fucking bars ever. They're great. It and uh, you know, I'm going to say it's Rosewater. Yeah. You know, it's incredible place, and I hope that even if no one else is in there, you guys are able to hang out in there every now and again yeah they're doing this really cool thing where they're um they're selling elixirs so they're selling non-alcoholic um kind of like mixers where it's just you know add um you know you can come pick them up kind of like a drive-through thing and yeah um you know all sorts of different like pineapple spiced pineapple and um jalapeno strawberry lime and things like that where you just kind of it's like it's like idiot proof, like yeah. thing. like you just add two ounces of this and add two ounces of this and you've got a really great cocktail so um, it's really fun for them, I think. You know, that's so great. Making, no pun meant. Real. Here's my dad joke. They're making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> lemonade, right? Yeah, you would think it'd be different. Yeah, but it's simply lemonade. But that—that's good. Yeah. And I, I can't do the old farmer time voice where it's like, and lemon. You know, do you those? Remember those commercials? Where it's yeah. Like back in my day, kind of thing. But so this whole thing. But you're not. You know, you're not living in you're living in houston for the quarantine oh, I'm like squatting. yeah yeah where, how's your stuff doing in new york because that's normally where you are yeah, hanging so out new york is um i left on friday the 13th on uh, march 13th mm. and 
I was supposed to fly to, um, I was supposed to fly to Florida to um, meet up with my colleague Pete. And then I was supposed to go to Austin to see you to do the photograph of mm -hmm. the photography for this. By the way, I have that now. I just got it. Mm. So we can do that at some point. Um, right. Secret projects. On, on the, yeah, let's on go. What it, can you, do you want to give it a code name? Code name, uh, code name, afternoon tea. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's good. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, and then I was going to come to Houston like for the weekend and then pop back because then I was going to DC and a whole other stuff. And as this stuff kind of started, all the info started coming in. Um, I just said fuck it and kind of just booked. I just booked the like literally the next day. I went out to dinner with a good friend of mine. Um, Jake Lewis from Momofuku. We went to Del Posto for dinner, and we joked that it was like nice. the last supper because we were. It was like the last time that we, either of us were going to really get to go out before, you know, it was it, before things got closed down. And then right. I, I like at the, right before that dinner, I booked the next flight out to Houston the next morning. And it they call it they call that Friday the the day that like all the lights went out on Broadway because everything in New York shut down that same day. So man, that's crazy. Yeah. So New York is kind of um, quiet. Luckily, knock on wood, like all everyone I know um, back home is safe and sound and well. Yeah. And in Austin too, it hasn't been. We've pretty much abided by this thing, you know. And in Austin, being a little more sprawled out, you're not as at much of a risk because it's it's a large city ultimately, like. Oh, yeah. top to bottom but i'm glad to hear that you haven't really been personally affected by it i haven't either i just heard of what you know i've, I've heard of a dude that's a, the extent for me right now yeah any of those stories for you um my landlord in new york has um coronavirus oh jeez. sorry is that what you mean by stories yeah sure if it's like yeah um uh somebody near and dear to our company um had it um which was had it past tense had it, yes, has recovered. Okay, good. Um, good. I think my, I think our, um, our brand ambassador, Mike Weinman in New York, I think he has it too. Oh, He's no. been like off and on for like a couple of weeks. Um, Mike, chef, I think he has it too, but he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Yeah, it's just, it's a strange thing. And, you know, because we've got so many folks who are kind of rallying. I, I mean, you're the star here. You know, I don't have a writer like uh, you got me the whiskey. Normally, I would get you all the food and everything. So your writer is complete as the performer. Right. <laughs> for a compass box. But we have some great folks chiming in tonight's poison. Apparently. Oh, I and I don't know. Uh, my thing is a. Oh, my God. You see it? Hey, Jazz. Yeah. Um, I, um, I have my, my really professional, uh, my really professional phone prep thing uh -huh. jazz is joking that i'm on um that i'm on live i've never done this before um if you can look at if you could look at my it's it's in a tissue box my phone is in a <laughs> tissue box ah. so uh, i can't really see the bottom half but now i see it Hi. there's yeah there are you got a lot of i mean i'm very happy about this i just want to be the facilitator you know I'm, you know i, I, I think it's great we're, what we're, we're trying to do um and actually i'll talk to jazz about this too um, is we're trying to do some more kind of like, like getting, getting John Glazer up to, up to speed and doing some of this stuff and um, doing some tasting. So we're going to be looking out for doing some of that stuff. Um, well, will you please let me know if John's open to do this? Because yeah, I course. would, I would love to, cause you know what, you know, he's listening to Radiohead records in lockdown. He's yeah. in Atlanta, by the way. He's, he's in Atlanta? He's stateside. Yeah. So he's, um, he's in Atlanta right now. So we're even on the same, like coast which is um lucky for us not the, perfect uh, you know our uk our uk team is probably like what the fuck come, come yeah. today. <laughs> but no we his mom is, his mom is here in atlanta so he's he's out I was there with her this is the thing and i i will continue to mention this but you know you and i can't actually go out and get a drink no it's you know it's a it's ultimately for intents and purposes illegal so I've tried to adapt and tried to bring people into these formats and things so we can kind of collaborate or at least have some semblance of reality, right? Or what a happy hour might be like. Yeah. But, but for you, you know, we both have the benefit of living with someone that we care dearly about. So we don't have to be lonely necessarily. But have you found things like Instagram Live, YouTube Live, these other avenues, Zoom too has become really big. Have these kinds of tools started to help you understand or feel 
like just slightly more connected to yeah people? you know i'll be honest with you um we as a company did there's only 20 of us in the company we as a company did um a zoo a company zoo. oh cool and it was really cool i know that um john has a screenshot of it but it was really cool to see everybody you know at the same time because yeah. normally we're all we're all from different i mean like we have scott all the way on the west coast and then you know us and then moving east and then um we've got all the rest of everybody is in um the uk so yeah it's um it's really it makes you feel like you're all kind of connected yeah but then also we tried to use microsoft teams and i really hate to say this but it's the worst microsoft teams is awful like <laughs> I, i'm can glad, have, pleasure to hear can you have say all that. of my Thank like you. credentials and my take my identity like take it all i mean I, if i never have to use microsoft teams again that would be, that would be the <laughs> Well, so, and I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but it, there's been a suspicious amount of support for Zoom, which I get it. You know, I'm in tech. We use WebEx, which WebEx is secure. It's, it's a nice tool. But then half a million accounts were hacked this week. Right. So, cool. Good on people for using a platform. But, like, I don't really feel, I feel less safe about getting on Zoom than I do going to the grocery store <laughs> I'm you're, you're, all of your ident all of your credit card information is getting the coronavirus yeah well i don't want that no one's gonna want to touch it they hardly want to touch it as it is so but i mean have you how do you feel about zoom you guys started to use that at all we don't use it for anything secure like secure you know what i yeah. mean we're just using it to ch catch up and stuff like that i'm i'm assuming i have not looked at ignorance is bliss i'm assuming yeah, sure I'm the worst person for this because my apartment and, and my boyfriend will, will say the same thing is that I leave my apartment open, like the door to my apartment open. Like I have a doorman building, but I just, I don't, I, you know, don't put my shades down. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm very bad with personal security. Let's just say. I, so ignorance, I, perhaps. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've got a house and there are lots of windows. I know, excuse me, normally I wouldn't keep the blinds open, but much like probably the majority of America at this point, I haven't put on pants proper. Probably like, I do like once a week. Yeah. No, I don't think I, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I you got a you got a collared shirt for me. Yeah, that's great. Um, Thank but, you. But uh, that. but that's that's the extent. You yeah, I you know, you got a collared shirt. There's nothing. It's it's party on the bottom. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I I washed my hair for this. Did you? This is gonna get yeah. This is gonna get out of control because. It just grows like that. And really? I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. I'm going to look like Paul McCartney here before too long. I think that that's the move, though. Is that, that <laughs> you know, like that's, that's the move. I like this. I like this. Yeah. So, so by the way, this is the bottle that you have. The Rogue's Banquet. Is that right? Yeah. So I want to talk because John always, from what, you know, I experienced having a great conversation with him, talking about art and everything. The, it's always a nod to something that he's. I almost feel like it's always a nod to something he's listening to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say, because he talked about what it, we were doing the the three piece, the three act, the myths and legends. Yeah. Thank you. And that came from an REM song, more or less. Yeah, it did. Ish, ish. Yeah, certain ideas. He was, you know, walking across London and listening to REM or whatnot. But for you, you've got time to listen to more music. You got time to watch more movies and all that. Anything that you've been really loving as we've all been kind of quarantined, music or movie wise? Um it's not it's gonna be really basic, you know. It's I'm gonna be a basic bitch here. Um we have restarted the Sopranos. Perfect. Yes. Um and um I had never seen Westworld. The movie or the HBO series? The series, the HBO series. Yeah, how do you like um, that? We had, I, I guess Pasha has an Easter tradition of watching The Last Temptation of Christ. So we watched that. <laughs> Some light reading on Easter, yeah, you, know, you know, Scorsese. That was, and... that was new for me. Um, but, um, but hey, Willem Dafoe. Amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't Harvey Keitel in it too? Yes. A good maid of Scorsese for yeah, his history. Yeah. Um, so that was, so that, and then I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I don't know what this is. You don't know what, what Animal what Crossing is, is? What is Animal Crossing, yeah. Who are you? I, I, I don't know, really. 
I, I, Animal Crossing. It is a it's a game for the Nintendo Switch. Okay, a new game or an old game? It's new relaunch. Okay, it's new. Yeah. Would you care to describe the premise for me as someone who loves it's Nintendo? It's basically but... like The Sims, okay. but it's <laughs> a little. It's different. It's it's different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you plant stuff. It's very it's very serene. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like every morning, I like wake up and make coffee, feed the cat. Yeah. I do my Animal Crossing. Oh. I like plant some flowers and I like build a house and I go to another island. Yeah, it's a thing. I I like this. Spiff mom says, and I think I, I hope my my that's my mom. Gonna, oh, your mom's on. That's my mom. This is incredible. Hi, mom. Yeah, she's she's made it big time now. Obviously, yeah. Instagram Live. <laughs> she's like, can I watch? I was like, yes, you can. So of course, it's definitely her first her first Instagram Live as well. That's incredible. Yeah, I you know like I'm glad that we get to do this and of course i'd prefer it was in person but you know what we're still getting to sit compass box you all right to your credit you get stuff done so i was easily asleep i went i don't know what time i went to bed last night but i was sleeping on the couch anyway we got an interesting sleeping arrangement typically but i got a text or an instagram message from our mate here who delivered these beautiful things again this jason monster. he just he like he really um he really comes through. He is like the go-getter man. I mean, he he makes those these yetis for us, which you can buy from him. Um, he and then I said, "Hey, can you do me a huge favor?" Because I knew he had just gotten his hands on one of the bottles, and he lives in Austin. I was like, "Can you on your way to work tomorrow?" Because he's he he like climbs power lines and shit. Like he's wow. all over the place. Um, on your way to work tomorrow, could you drop a little sample off to our buddy Mike? So I, I threw him some cash to, you know, like to make up for his depletion. But sure. Um, yeah, made it happen. Hey, normally, Dude. It's like, you know, it, it's not difficult to get one of these things, you know. But I mean, we're all finding ways to adapt. You know what I mean? This is the thing I like because this is like an ultimate symbolic of how we're all trying to survive in the ways that we can. You know what I mean? And this is the cool thing. And so, all right, because I was blessed with compass box samples at like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and I woke up, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to go grab these. Yeah. So tell us, I know it's got kindly, this is a big favor in terms of a blending apparatus or blending agent, a lot of y'all's work. Tell me about Rogue's Banquet, which again, reminds me of the cover of Sgt. Pepper's. Um, so this is, this is, um, it's a blend of, three 25 year old whiskeys wow i didn't know and then that. like a touch of 19 year old whiskey wow. um and i can say that because you told me to tell you about it so just yeah please i'm sure i'm late Normally. i'm making sure i'm legal um but it's um it's the first whiskey it's actually our 20th anniversary this year so it's 20 Congratulations. years Congratulations. Yeah. so um this is kind of meant to be a big celebratory whiskey um and um you know there's a lot of milton duff in there um there's some glenelgan a little bit of glenelgan kleinleash um yeah and we uh we uh, and then the grain is north british right because it's a blended scotch cool. um, so it's malt and grain um we were going to release this you know it was meant to be this like kickoff of our 20th anniversary and then you know, this pandemic hits and it's like, do we even release it? You know, do we even, what do we, what do we do? And then it's like, of course people, you know, the people that want to, that want to want to have something special at home that they can, that they can crack open. So yeah, um, yeah it just, it just made sense to kind of like let it fly. Um, so, and, and there's been really great response to it so far. Um, and of course, you know, we're trying to do that. We're, you know, we're trying to do the best that we can. We, we launched this fundraising initiative um, where you can buy one of these really cool t-shirts or sweatshirts or tote bags and the proceeds all go to um, to the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation and to another round, another rally. Yeah. So kind of helping the hospitality industry. Um, so it's been, you know, like a flurry of activity, um, activity that none of us saw coming, if that makes sense. It's, it's we, we we're getting busy in different ways. Yeah. I actually have a more structured work day now that I'm working yeah, I know, remote than I it, did. Does, does your audience at large know that know what you do during the day? 
No, I, I try not to ever tell anybody. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> but I'm in tech for a company that is relatively stable. Yeah. We just made somewhere north of a million masks for the medical community utilizing our manufacturing resources, you know, and I'm proud to be in this company. We're helping folks out and it's good. And we've got a lot of work to do still. So I feel busy, but at the same time, beyond feeling very grateful for what is a privilege I've had of working for this company for a long time, it allows me to give money to local companies because I'm still employed. Yeah. I've bought corn. I've learned how to make masa because I wanted to give the local mill money. So I went backwards. I was like, okay, I got corn. I can get some Hopi blue corn, some bloody. No, you know, I saw you looking for looking for that. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy up to? <laughs> that is so cool, man. I, I bought a Vitamix so that I could make the proper flower softness. I mean, this is getting, it's getting out of hand. Leslie's like, if he buys any more corn, I swear to God. I've got to be honest, um, and Pasha will tell you the same thing. I am a really, I'm pretty obsessed with corn. Yeah. Like, I will eat corn, uh, popcorn, corn on the cob. We got we got wings last night, and I got the, they had, like, a fried corn side dish option. Oh, wow. Like, corn ice cream, like, creamed corn. I mean, I'm like the, you know, like, the, the Bubba Gump, like, you know, shrimp fricassee, shrimp, uh, that's yeah. corn. I will eat corn, like, any which way, so. And, and. Here's I, and I'm totally with you, and this is to Jada the Drick, which I believe we know each other in person, but I don't know the username. But so the corn I got, I got white corn that's actually grown in Texas. Mm-hmm. I got green Oaxacan. It's a Oaxacan strain, but it is grown in Texas. Okay. Blue Hopi corn, which is typically a Mexican varietal, but grown in Texas, and then red, uh, bloody butcher corn, which is the red one, dense corn that's grown in Texas. So. These are all varietals and strains that come from Mexico, more or less. Mm-hmm. But oh, oh yeah, cool. So the I did a chat with La Luna. All this corn, I got some masa from Oaxaca, but all this corn I've been buying has been definitely from Texas. So I vow to you, Karen, I'm going to give you some masa. All right. You pick. You pick the color. I okay. got. I'm gonna have blue, green, red, and white. What have I become? Wow. <laughs> Corn whisperer. Yeah. Oh, and Joaquin just joined. You know, I was talking, you know, speaking about trying to keep in touch. Agave is another real big side of me and a, and a passion. And so we, every Monday, no matter what, we do a happy hour at five o'clock. And Joaquin, most of us are from Texas, but Joaquin, who I met after, I think he made a, it was a homemade mole that his, his grandmother's recipe. I met him in San Antonio, but he's from Rhode Island. And he joins us every week. Crazy. It's, it's so, so great stuff. In some sense, we're collaborating and we're uniting more than we ever have. But speaking of uniting, because it can get a little bit too close, I realized that this was about week six, week five, that almost every hour I've spent with Leslie. Yes. I think we've come, we've done a great job in this whole thing. And I, I am so happy to be with her and live with her. We, we know our, we're both Aquariuses, so we both get the space thing. How is it? Because you're in obviously deeply in love with Posh and all this, but this is still pretty new relationship. How is that baby, going? We're talking he, about you. He just walked in. We're talking about you. Who am I? I'm, I'm talking to Mike. I'm on the internet. There are people watching right now, Pasha. Like, there are people concerned. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's been we went from being, you know, dating long distance to living together basically overnight. So, yeah. Um but to be honest, we we like talked so much every day and every you know, like it's 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 really nice. That's yeah. Right. Um Yeah, and he's I'm used to living in a like 600 square foot apartment and he has a like I don't know, 2000 square foot house and so, you know, if 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 you know, I'm getting on his nerves. I will just run to the other side of the house and hide. So yeah. I have, um, you know, there's there's space. It's great. I mean, if we were if we were trapped in my 600 square foot apartment, I'm pretty sure like he'd be gnawing on my arm as like food <laughs> or by this. We each other apart. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it's great. It's a brave new world, man. I mean, like what I could. It, it's like he sent me a, a thing the other day. Is that like nobody has all five, and it's like. 
your partner and like in quarantine it's like your partner mm -hmm. a pool uh sunshine like you know it's like oh a pet it's like we've got all this stuff so yeah you doing any bouts of introspection or reflection thinking about life thinking about what things mean to you you know, I've, I'm doing a lot of, um, it's, it sounds really weird. I'm doing a lot of like mourning of my like previous life in New York, to be honest, uh -huh. you know, like New York is never, um, is never going to be the same, you know, that it, uh, like, of course it's going to, it's going to come, everything's going to come back. But, you know, you think about, uh, you know, I think about bar hopping just like I did, you know, the Wednesday before coming here yeah. and, you know, that's, that's, that's not going to be, I, I'm most likely not going to be living in New York when that is normal again. So it's just kind of like the past 15 years of my life, you know, it kind of feels like a, uh, you know, like a staccato finish. It's very, mm. yeah, it's very, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And it's, it's hard to not really have any, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm, I, I'm feeling like you have no control. Like I'm right. not a control freak, you know, I'm like, I schedule everything down to the, you know, to the hour and to have my planner be like completely empty is, you know, gives me a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I'm used to having four or five trips in my like Delta planner, blah, blah, blah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's having to just like, you know, adapt to new life, you know? It, it is interesting. I've tried to still study Spanish about an hour a day in the morning with a nice espresso and all that. Yeah. Learned to solder, learning to make masa, and very, very inspired by folks that are doing other things. Have you taken up anything in terms of hobbies or learning new things that help you kind of pass some time during this house arrest, in a sense? Um, I, I, like I said, Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, last time we were here, um, I, I bought a bicycle. And so we've been okay. taking um, bike rides. Uh, you know, Pasha lives in this really beautiful community that's so green. It's right, There's all these bayous that kind of run through the neighborhoods. And, you know, this is completely foreign to me. Um, I grew up in Boston and, uh, you know, not not around, um, you know, like big, big flapping ducks and alligators. Um, these things are not in my daily life growing up. My mother can attest to that. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, we just will take bike rides and we'll find nature trails and everything's like within a couple miles away. It's really beautiful. Hi, love. Oh, he just came to give me a kiss. Oh, yes. This um, is, yeah, this is the kind of stuff we can't plan for. Kisses on air. Hugs on air. We can't plan for this. This is live TV. Really, it's right? live this TV. Is... And I think he's making queso as well. Oh, know, wow. like what a man. But yeah, so the biking thing has been really fun. I'm not usually a, you know, I'm usually like a Peloton person that's, mm -hmm. you know, in New York, that's like, you know, I, you go into a room that has a, that has a bike in it. And so for me, I'm like, oh, I'm cycling, but now I'm like actually going somewhere. So yeah. it, there's a lot, it's, the scenery is much better. Uh, is it, is it, you know, we've all, you talk, I think of life in chapters. When I do the interviews, I think of them in chapters, you know, Pre, because every good movie's three acts, right? Oh, hey, it's my doorman. Your door? What? He's your doorman's on the? Yeah, I think so. Incredible. I miss him. You know, I've been gone for like um over a month. Louis, thanks so much for joining. I didn't. Yes. Who would have thought? Big Lou. There's a distinct transition through all of this thing. You know, yeah. transition to living with your partner, transitioning potentially out out of New York, I mean, near term, but this could be something far more long term. Does it make you think about what you, does it make you take inventory of what you've done? Does that make sense? Like, I, I know there's one thing to think about your essence and like, well, who am I? But there's also this other thing where it's like, dude, I, maybe next year should be different. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, it, it's made, it's made, um, it's made me realize a lot that the traveling has really kind of gotten to me a little bit. Um, mm. You know, that, that being home and being in one place is really like gratifying and like whole, like nourishing. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think I've been feeling it for a little while, but like, 
you know, having the, you know, being forced to kind of stop traveling and stop running around and kind of have, have a personal life is, mm-hmm. is something I'm not used to. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really, it's really kind of snapped. It's going to be difficult for me to, um, I'm not sure if I'll have to, but like, it's going to be difficult for me to snap back into, um, into that kind of schedule I had. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, there's, you know, I'm, I, I just planted a, I planted a, a, a jasmine tree and I'm planting some radishes. So really? I got, I got, I got other shit going on now, you know, not just, you know, not just uh, status upgrades and, you know, Sky Club. So the, it, this I'll is one of the most. i in exchange for the masa. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take some. Ra- I'm a whore for a radish. I love radishes. Next week is my pickling week. I'm going to learn how to pickle because jalapenos, I love pickle jalapenos, but they, we got some recently and they just went bad so quickly. So now I'm making salsa every week. I didn't know that pickled things could go bad. No, the, the raw jalapenos that we bought. So I'm like, well, pickling them, that solves the problem, right? So that's next week is pickling, pickling with Mike G. I'm not going to start a YouTube channel, but pickling with Mike G. (laughs) I think that you're onto something here. I don't think that's true. I think this kid is horrible. I think it's great. I think it's great. I would totally buy your pickles, man. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I, we have some pickled. Um, I, I really like the like Israeli pickles. I don't know what it. So I one, it, they're suggesting I do a pickling podcast just because it's alliterative. Doesn't oh, make it a good idea. You know what? I think that that's a good idea. Maybe you should do that. No, no, no. I don't want support around this. Yeah, I think this is happening. Whether you like oh, it or not. Oh, no. Oh, pickling a pepper. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. What, what, would, what would be the content of the pickling podcast? Well, I'll tell you the variables we could have, Karen. Okay. And I've, my shallow understanding of pickling is what would really be interesting is we use rice wine vinegar, maybe for some daikon. Um, funny you say that. The salad that I made this afternoon is cucumbers, radishes, celery, mm-hmm. all fine dice, not fine dice, but like square dice, yeah. with rice wine vinegar. It sounds pretty good. Very crunchy. But you know what's going to happen. Oh, martini garnishes. Okay, now this I like. Now the, oh, I that's could use. Call. Yeah. Can you pickle in your experience? Because you have an extensive cocktail experience, too. Are you able to pickle... Garnet, like a lemon peel, for instance. Pasha, can you pickle lemon peels? Yes, of course. Por supuesto. Okay, that's 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 fair. So I might do that. I got a dehydrator too. I'm gonna run out of kitchen space, Karen. I'm not sure if it's suitable. What, for I have a really important question for you. What was the last martini uh, you had? The last one I made, because we just made a batch of gin in which I changed. Oh, could you make your own build. fucking gin? Of course. Yeah, I get high on my own supplier. Right. For okay. Sure. So, what was the what were the proportions? I go, <laughs> so I go two and a half ounces, quarter ounce of dry vermouth, and sometimes with the bitters, sometimes not with the orange bitters. But I go pretty big. Two and a half is you know. Yeah, you not cost one, right? Uh, it depends on the vermouth and the gin. He goes three to one. It depends. In general, three to one. I like that. I think that's good. I just can't do the math quickly enough to calculate it. I think it's what is it? Two. What? I don't know. It's more by feel. More by feel. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and a good question. Go to vermouth. For some time, I felt like a sweet vermouth was proper, and even a blanc or a vin, you know, a, dry, a white vermouth. But now I'm going dull and dry all the time now. 50-50, and it's another question from Instagram. It's a little, I can handle my booze and like the way it tastes and understand the gin that I'm making. So 50-50 to me, to me is a little too washed out. I need it to be punchier, you know? Yeah. What about you? When's the last man, martini you had? I can't remember the last time I had a martini because... Oh, no. Huh? Oh, no. I know, because I, I, um, I, I... I don't drink. I the if I have that much gin, I'm not yeah. really pleasant to be around. You're like my grandmother. I I actually am your grandmother, Mike. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> I knew she came back. She. So, wait, does gin make you angry? 
it doesn't make me angry. Well, it just makes me kind of like drunk and weepy. Like, I see. Not great. Not great. Um, Morrissey like. There's not enough Morrissey talk going on in this time. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yes. Well, there's, there's... You know, I, I really, I was thinking, I really wanted to name that cat Morrissey. But you didn't. How, why? No, I, I told me it's a better name for a cat. Sure, and if it's a kind of a, a nod to Black Sabbath, we both know it comes exactly. from a dark emotional place, right? Yeah. Well, so this, I'm so glad that I get to bring you into this Instagram Live world. And I got a couple more questions for you. And this is one I've, I've tried to find this one question I would keep asking folks, you know, but it just changes from time to time. But I know about your, your past and what you went to school. You're super good with numbers and all of that. But if you weren't in this position in this time and place, what might you like to be doing otherwise? Now, this is by no means. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay, tell me. I would be a makeup artist. You see his face? Mind blown. Okay, tell me more about this. I love doing makeup. I find it really soothing. Really? Not necessarily like on myself, like obviously, but I I find it really like, find it really soothing. Yeah. Wow. Anybody, uh, I because I quickly go to cinema. Any examples where you're like, this makeup design is just incredible, very inspiring. Anything that aesthetically you've been really a fan of? I want to see like the old kind of like Victorian stuff, but I wasn't really a fan. I just find it interesting. I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I just find the whole, I find the idea of like making people feel prettier. I find that really nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you, it's from, it's from when I was a young age. Like it's not, that's not a new thing. Yeah. So Alessandro from, Mescaltospa is a good friend. He joined us. I'm t- this is cool. He's back in your stomping grounds, Karen. He actually works for Kings County Distillery. Oh, no way. Isn't that cool? The very small world. Yeah. And we're all getting, again, very united. Makeup is an interesting thing. Do you miss getting ready? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, this was the first time I, like, you know, put again, I put a colored shirt on. So, um, I do have a little makeup on today for the first time. Do you know what's right? Is that, um, you know, when I came here, it was very cold from in New York. Um, Mm. and it's been in the seventies, eighties. I have a bit of a suntan. (laughs) So my makeup is all the wrong flavor. You know, I have like the wrong, (laughs) the right, you know, I, I was, I was rocking a little bit of like Elizabeth the first kind of like when I put my foundation on. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. It's funny. I mean, I bought, I bought, um, you know, some, some clothes off like Gap factory outlet. Nice. Nice. I mean, which I've never, haven't done in ever, I think, but it's because Mm. you don't want to wear, I, they had a sale on like loungewear. Um, and you know, I don't have any reason to wear literally anything else right now. So, uh, it's. It's bizarre. Yeah, I miss, um, I was talking to my friend Allison, who works for our distributor here, Allison Beagle, and mm-hmm. she was showing me some new purse that she wanted to get. I'm like, I really wish I had a reason to buy a new bag. Um, I have, I, yeah, I have no, right? I had any money, you know. It, it's just a strange, and I, I'm, I'm so happy that my good mate Antonio Mata has joined us. We've started to really, really, bond. do you know Antonio by chance? You ever met him? Oh, you guys got to meet. He's a great yeah. guy. We talk about horror. I'm up early. He's up early, so I Facebook chat him about the Puppet Master Legacy. I've been watching those movies. Oh, I saw. Yeah, man. They're horrible. They're so horrible. But you know what? This is the thing that I learned is that the puppets are actually very, very well-intentioned. When I was growing up, I thought they're creepy and they're murderous. No, they actually are fighting for the good guys. This is something you'd learn if you watched five Puppet Master movies, apparently. Um, I feel like it should be Pickles and Puppet Mastering podcast. Oh, geez. This is, I don't, I, you're going to have to, help, someone's going to have to help me with this. It's getting dark. It's getting real dark or light to see a puppet make a pickle. Um, Peter, picked a, Peter picked a Piper pack of pickled Puppet Masters. That's, that's right. It's very, very confusing. All of this. Killing it. So 
the last question for you, and this, the Rogue's Banquet, Jesus, this is good. It's really good, man. Um, it's, yeah. It's really, um, it, it makes, it's funny, it's a, a lot of our whiskeys, uh, well, tell me what you think about it before we. So, okay, yeah, I think, uh, so, there, there's something, man, for how rich it is, so, it's, I, I, I still, self-admittedly, a lot of people use the word waxy yeah. to describe a flavor. I don't know what that means. I've never ate a candle, and I'm not being pejorative. I just simply don't understand what it means. Mm. I think it means like it has that glycerin-y taste, of, like feeling on your tongue, on your palate. Mm. But yeah, man. So just a super small pinch of salinity here which makes it a little bit brighty. Like maybe shit, man, to go back to this podcast idea and do not keep supporting those people that are on here. The but a pickled lemon peel. <laughs> a, pick- a pickled lemon peel, but it also has a sulfurous note. Okay. It's a little meaty, like lecheg, but that's, that's lecheg or lecheg. I can't remember. Lecheg, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of porky, but in the most restrained way. So you're getting this beautiful, crisp vanilla toffee with a punch of pork fat with okay. pickled lemon. Yeah. So I'm like, this shit is good. That's all I'm good. That's actually <laughs> really, that's really bang on. Actually, Jason, who delivered your, um, he was saying you add a little bit of water and you get this really bright orange lemon peel flavor. Yeah. Um, I get, you know, like the toffee swirl that's in pralines and cream ice cream. Oh, yeah. That has that pralines and cream, which is. My favorite ice cream flavor. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Damn, I don't even know what a praline is, but I know the flavor. It's, uh, you know what a praline is. Uh, maybe, maybe. A, yeah, okay. Anyway, there's, it's like this, car- it's like a little bit salty caramel. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so you go. That is like, I get that, I get that almost like this like chewy, little bit of salty sweetness. Um, I love That's it. That's it. It's, it's, it's very Asian, Asian in that sense, like it's, Asian cuisine. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. We can get you a little sample of it because otherwise yeah, I'd be so drinking excited. it by myself. So no, and in in a way, and this is the thing that this would be my last question for you. But we're why this is important that we're sipping the same thing is because in some sense it feels like we can be in the same place. Yeah. Because spirits. Great spirits especially can transport you and take you to different places and bring you agnostic of time and space, bring you to a place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when we're going to get to sip this in person, but it feels relatively close. So, Jason, I can't believe this got delivered on my door at 6. I should have drank it this morning, but I'm glad I waited to sip it with you. But I. Uh, I've become a really big fan of Compass Box as a result of knowing you, as a result of kind of understanding where John was coming from. And a favorite isn't the right word because I hate these kinds of questions. But in a time where we think about our existence, when we think about what we love, who we love, where our lives and the world is going, this is ponderous, I know. What is for you the perfect dram from Compass Box? that is so ponderous in itself that actually accompanies these times perfectly. Okay. Sorry about that. That was big. It was a long walk, man, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's funny. Um, The, the, right before we were, right before we were here and in this time and in this place, we had our like company trip to Seville. Oh, cool. And we went to Jerez and we went to, we like, you know, did the whole Sherry, Sherry experience. It was uh, phenomenal. Um, And we had this really nice big family dinner um, the last night that we were there. And uh, it was really, it was, it was really special. We, um, all of us kind of at the same time, you know, we're passing, passing around whiskey and, um, I believe, I'm trying to remember which whiskey we had. I think it was, I want to say it was no name number two. Mm. Um, but I think it's like whichever, whichever whiskey you're sharing at that moment, 
Um, for me, it would have to be uh, right now, Myths and Legends number two. Ah, uh, yeah. So you had that one when we were in San Antonio together. Yeah. And um, I'm saying that for a really specific reason. And it's because I have a bottle of it right over here. Oh. <laughs> and it's the only other bottle of Compass Box that I have here. Um, but no, it's it's really super, super beautiful. Um, really super beautiful Glen Elgin um, single malts. Um, it was my favorite of the range. Um, mm. And it's it's something that you know like it, it it develops it kind of has evolves the more that you spend time with it um i've had people that you know describe it as like stewed pineapple and really rich and you know like kind of like syrupy sweet and then i've had other folks that are that that say that it's something that you know turns into this big and meaty kind of long finish i i yeah. find it to be one of the more complex whiskeys that we um that we've made recently um but you know i don't think that there's i don't think that there's an answer i think it's just open up, open up the things that you've been saving for a special time. Like, who knows when you're going to have this time again with the people that you love, you know, right. like it, the world is changing and who knows the way that it's going to be, whether we're going to all have to separate from being quarantined or who knows. So, you know, open, open up that special stuff. Well, this is very special. The rogues banquet. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love, I love this concept of, I never considered myself a rogue, but I maybe knew a few in my time. Um, <laughs> it's really a beautiful whiskey, you know, and I've I've seen folks, Elizabeth Forsyth is on again. We do this every Thursday, and I'm trying to find some way to get us all together, you know, in a normal way. And I'm I'm very thankful for the things that I have. I'm thankful for people like you that are in my life and the fact that we can sit down and do this and share it with some folks, you know. So, cheers to you and Jason for making this beautiful dram happen. Mm. And, you know, and dude, and this thing. This is the thing I got that I didn't deserve. I'll just put it that way. I promise you that is going to be, you are going to use the hell out of that thing. You have no idea. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. So, thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you tuning in, too. And then we got Johnny Umal. Popping in here at the very, very last. But Karen, I know things are going to be going well for you in Houston. I haven't met Pasha proper, but I will soon enough. So I appreciate you taking the time out, and uh, we'll, we'll see, see each other in person. person. Yeah, it's good, right? I look this. You look this. You look good. I do. How's this? Is this fine? You look good, man. What quaff? Is that what the word is for this? Great. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk soon. All right, my friends. And, uh, take care. Bye. See you soon. See you guys. Well, there we have it. Karen Agalka from Compass Box sipping some amazing rogues banquet that was delivered to my door early this morning. I feel very lucky to be part of this industry. To know people like Karen and John Glazer and, you know, Compass Box continues to be like a punk rock emblem of whiskey doing things their own way, doing it every way that they want. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter which special bottle you feel like opening up, if you're saying, man, I need to watch Archer again for the third time, please keep dancing.